2019. You really should cut the booze, lose 50 kilos and fulfil your lifelong dream of becoming a YouTube star by taking up extreme parkour. That's why you're here. This isn't a radio show. It's a spiritual journey to help you live your best life. It can't help you achieve any of your goals, but it will make you much, much, much better at sex. Welcome to Radio Chaser. Oh, welcome to the show. We have Andrew Hansen. We have Charles first. My name is Dom Knight. Craig Rucastle back with us. Look, National Sicky Day. We made fun of Charles yesterday because 86 people had uh, signed up. The current figure who've pledged to take Friday of next week off on nationalsickyday.com is 9,179. It's gone viral. It's gone viral, which is exactly what you want on Sicky Day. Yeah, it's it's gone virus-y. The the great thing about this as well is you're going to ruin Australian productivity. Well done. So proud. It wasn't very good to begin with, Craig. No, it's true. It's true. It's a bit like it's a bit like the Sydney Metro, isn't it? <laughs> it is a bit like the Sydney. It's funny you should mention that actually, Craig, because um, it, what do you reckon? Do you reckon that's the best thing that the New South Wales government has done since it got elected in two thousand eleven? The metro? Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they, they dug up all of the rest of the city for that other tram yeah, thing. Look at holes, yeah. basically. They're, they're amazing trains. I went out on it the other weekend. They, they're driverless trains. They've bought them from Spain. Instead of, you know, building them here, they've got these high-tech trains that actually you can just, like, there's just no driver at all. It's just literally a window, and you can look out. It's amazing. And they're, It's they're not li- that when you stand at the front, you become the driver? Yeah, well, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, sort of a bit like that. No, no, but they're set and forget. They're literally, like, they're run by robots. You just leave them to go, and then they just work forever. Uh, except mm. that this weekend... They're completely shutting all of them, and there's going to just be buses. How long has it been on for? It's been on for four weeks. So basically, you know, it's the really good thing. They're really good, and you buy them from Spain, and then as long as you're fine with just them having to be repaired every four weeks. It seems weird (laughs) you're already doing track work now. (laughs) Why does this do that before? The tradition. Every single train line is sitting shuts down for track work on the weekend. Why not the one with that? It's it's the distinctive thing about um mm. about the, the Sydney rail system. Like the Paris Metro has the romance and the smell. The New York subway works. Ours Fine. has track work. That's the distinctive <laughs> thing. That's why you come to Sydney. At least the good thing about it is that the driverless driver gets the weekend off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, finally, at last. It must be so exhausted. <laughs> well, I'm I'm pretty worried about getting into the driverless bus. <laughs> uh, anyway, we've uh, we've got a bit of a sketchy. I can't remember what it's about, so let's just try to go to it. Welcome to the future. The Northwest Metro is Australia's first driverless train. Advanced precisioning allows it to run late and out of timetabled order without any human involvement. Its state-of-the-art engine can break down all on its own. Its signalling system includes a complete schedule of unscheduled delays. It's the future. But don't worry, all of the familiar comforts will still be there. Instead of human announcements you can't understand, our voice synthesizer uses Dolby 5.1 surround sound to create automated announcements you can't understand. Our intelligent airflow system causes carriages to smell a bit weird without any real human fluids. And all seats come with inbuilt arse warmth technology. 
so your seat will always feel like it's been occupied by the clammy buttocks of an unwell man. Each carriage features a fully automated racist rant by a bogan robot from the Central Coast filmed by a woke robot from Marrickville. The new high-tech Northwest Metro. The future is here. Or at least it was due to be. Where is that future? I had a date in the future ten minutes ago. Radio Chaser. Triple M. Craig Newcastle's back with us today. Radio's finest problem solver to fix yet another of our burning problems. Craig's Flawless Solutions. Trademark pending. Yes, uh, I've been working on a big one. That's why I haven't been here for a while. I've been uh, working on a big problem. I've been asked uh, by the world to the world contacted me. Oh yeah, <laughs> got my email address mm. Uh, mm. to to fix obesity. Oh, uh, obesity. Oh, oh, how are you going with it's that? A big pro- it's, I think I've got some solutions that are flawless. Well, you haven't obviously solved it yet. Looking at some of the presenters in this studio. <laughs> yeah, look, it is it is an urgent need. I'm, I've got my pen ready, Rui. Well, Save well, let's me. See, let's see if this is this one will work. And I got this idea from Subway. Because Subway have a lot of good ideas. Oh, no. Yeah, okay, so Does it I remember pedophiles? they had a very good idea. This is it. This is it. Remember that the Subway had, that the Jared guy did their ads and then they found mm. out he was a pedophile and they stopped using him to do their ads, right? Mm. Yeah. And I think that was the wrong way around. What you should do is if everyone, no, 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 just bear with me. I'm trying to solve a big problem here. If, if everyone who had unhealthy food could only advertise it using pedophiles, then that would put a really big disincentive in the community to live. They'd be like, yes. you know, you'd be like, oh, can I have some of that? And you go, oh, I'm not going to ask for that, am I? Because, you know, that that, that priest did that ad. Yes, <laughs> a, yes. pedo fronting their ad. Yeah, it's, Look, it's I, a good I'm idea. I'm not sure it necessarily worked, Craig, because Maccas have already tried Ronald McDonald. Oh, <laughs> no, I think this oh, is the I point don't know if I'm allowed we, um, to say that. And I, this I, is the point I, where we pay, play the sponsor appreciation <laughs> jingle. Triple M Management assures you that whatever opinion you just heard about a valued sponsor is not at all that person's opinion or the opinion of anyone who works at Triple M. I'm sure Jared Fogel's pretty slim now on the inside. So, so, okay, that is a good, that is a, that is ironically... Ironically, for a flawless solution, I would admit that's a flaw, Andrew. Um, okay, but I've got another idea. And oh, again, yeah. again, Subway has mm. given me this idea. Because remember that Jared guy, the, the, the whole thing was he'd held up those gigantic pants that he used to wear when he was overweight. Oh, right. mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you think, so <clears throat> the problem with obesity is in the end, it's about the differences between us. Like we're always changing in size and that. Mm. So if we made it so that all pants, all pants that were sold were extra, extra, extra large and you couldn't sell belts then everybody would have to become equally fat. And that would mean that there was no longer a problem with obesity because we'd all be the same. That is the worst solution. Oh, I've we'll, had. we'll find a flaw in it then. Well, you're just making everyone obese. But then, so, it's, then it's not really obesity. Then it's just normality, isn't it? Is it would you solve the, the, the road toll by just killing everyone in a car crash? <laughs> I mean, I don't think this is going to work, Rukas. Well, I like, as the fat person in the room, I like the sound of this. I, yeah, I think... if, look, if we were all the same size as Don, we wouldn't call yeah. him fat, would Me we? Me and my mates will get together and pick on runts like you, Rukas. Yeah, and because they'll be the only pants you can wear, I do, do, you, do you doubt the science behind gigantic pants leading to everyone being the same size? <laughs> That is a brilliant insight. Um, let's see if we have any advertisers who haven't abandoned the station. You know how uh, when you're on holidays, you want to you know, lose track of time. 
basically. Yeah. You just want to go and holiday and relax and everything like that. Well, uh, uh, an island in Norwegian is actually... <laughs> Let's call it Norway. In, in, in Norway. In the country Norway. of Norwegian? Yeah, whatever. Where they I've speak Norway? Too. Uh, you and your... <laughs> Know how to speak the English language, Craig. Yeah, Jeez. I know. Not, not one of my strong points. Anyway, um, they've signed a petition, uh, which is actually going to the Norwegian parliament to formally get rid of time. And it's because they're a sort of relaxing holiday resort style sort of island. Mm. Mm. And they say on the island, people don't take, you know, much time. There's you no know, clocks. There's stuff. no clocks and everything mm. like that. You know, people mow the lawn at 2 a.m., people play soccer all night, whatever. It sounds like a stupid idea. Oh, is that because <laughs> the sun sort of never sets? The sun there. never sets. Oh, so you sort of think. Anyway, the idea is that, you know, people will have a more relaxing time if no one has any concept of time on the island. And, and I think it sounds like a really relaxing idea. Hello and welcome to our Norwegian island, where we do not believe in the concept of time. Nice to be here. Uh, what time is checkout? I beg your pardon? 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, when do we have to check out? I'm sorry, I find those times of day highly offensive. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> now, uh, this is your room, breakfast is included. Oh yeah, what time is it, sir? Oh, come on, now really, are, are you doing this, are you? Are you doing... Lars! Lars! I think we might have another one. What? I, I just want to know when I can get breakfast. Look, I know you're mocking us. You, you think we are stupid for eliminating time. No, not at all. Really? It's just that we get a lot of people who come here to mock us. No, no, I'm just here to relax. But uh, I'll tell you what, this isn't as good as the reviews I read in Time Out. Right, that is it, Lars! Yes, boss? Escort this time bigot man from the island. Come with me, sir. But, but I just... Thank you, Lars. Oh, sir, what time do you want me back? No! Radio Chaser, Triple M. Uh, I, I heard you guys last week uh, talking about the name Gary oh. and finding uh, Sydney's best Gary. I I could I was, couldn't get onto the phone then, and also obviously I couldn't have called up because my name wasn't Gary. Mm. But I thought you missed like my dad's name is Doug, right? Mm. Doug. Now that na- that's got to be less Dougs than there are Garys coming up. Like that has got to be the rarest name. You could could you imagine anybody calling their kid Doug now? <laughs> no, I can no. barely, I can barely, like, it's, it's, and it's also a name, I don't know if this is just, like, do you think it's just because he's my father, but I can't, I can't even imagine that a kid could ever be called Doug. Mm, yes, you're right. Mm. And in actual fact, the world will end up Douglas, <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's problem. true. Mm. But, I did, so, but I was, I mean, is anybody calling their kids Doug? Well, Firstly, but, let, but, let's find out. One triple three five three. If you've called, do you, yeah, do you know a Doug? Do you know? Yeah, yeah what's well, the, are you Doug? Or like more importantly, uh, is there any kid called Doug? What we did last time with the Garys, though, was yeah. we got some really positive examples of Garys, just to con- oh, remind yes. everyone yeah. that there can be such a thing as a good Gary. So maybe we need to find Sydney's best Doug. I'd love to oh. find Sydney's best Doug. Uh, yes. I've ruled my dad out of it. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> you know, he's not eligible. Oh, no. Craig's dad's already ringing. No, go away, Doug. <laughs> no, he's I'm not, not a good not the Doug. Other Dougs. <laughs> he's a bad Doug. Bad, bad Doug. Doug. But yeah, no, give us a call. I'd love to know who the best Doug is, because if we could establish there were some good Dougs, then maybe... There'd be yeah. some kids called Doug. A sort of role model. Yeah, the role model for yeah. society. And then we wouldn't end up Douglas. One triple three five three. Chase the line's open now. If you were Sydney's best Doug, there is a prize in it too, by the way. Charles First mm-hmm. Fractured Fairy Tales. The book will be yours. Let's go to Amanda from Wangara and see if we can find some Dougs. Hello, Amanda. Hi, how are you going? Got Good. some Dougs for us? Yep, I've got a Doug. My son, he's five. He's Douglas. 
Oh, um, there you go. What? And he's named after my grandfather, who is Douglas. Um, and then my little Doug buddy at school, who's in year six, is named Doug, and his best friend's also Doug. So, hey, so you've got a you got a school with three Dugs. It's a little cluster. We've got a school with three. Yep, a cluster of Dugs, and I think it's the coolest name ever. Oh, so it's, this is it. But this is how it starts, Amanda, because yeah. this is how names yep. come back. So you're bringing yep, back the name Doug. Doug. This is where this is going to be. Yep. This is this is zero. This is where we go back Doug's to. Doug's grand zero. <laughs> yeah, that's right. An 80-year gap, but, yeah, we brought it back, and he's named after a really cool Douglas. So does, he, happy. does he get the nickname Dougie? He gets Dougie, and he gets called Doug the Thug. So he's Doug the Thug. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'm, I'm thrilled to see there are more Dugs coming through. Yeah, that's great. So already yes. working. Don, hello. What's your Doug story? Yeah, good day, boys. Um, yeah, I, I, my name's not Doug. I don't have a Doug in the family, but uh, <laughs> I've got a little Doug story. We ordered a uh, in-ground pool there a couple of years ago, yeah. and the guy came out the back. He was looking at where he's going to dig it up. I said, oh, yeah, what's your name, by the way? He said, oh, my name's Doug. There you go. Call Collar, mate. The poor guy's called Doug. <laughs> Very nice. Let's move on to Dave. Dave, what, who's your Doug? What's your Doug story? Yeah, Dougie, uh, best mate, 35 years. I've known him, and I play in a band called The Overtones, and Doug lived on the northern pitch, and he would come all over Sydney just to help us load all our gear. He couldn't play music, but he'd come to my car, he'd get everything out, he'd pack everything away. I didn't touch a thing. And now he, now he runs a yacht company on Sydney Harbour, and he says, Dave, you want to come whale watching? Every day, you want to come whale watching? Yeah, no worries. And then I was about to get on the boat the other day, and my sunglasses fell off my shirt and went into the water. He literally dived into the water and got oh. my $200 polaroids before they were this lost is forever. A, and I'm this going, is a good dive. And I, I got them from Hawaii, and I'll probably never be able to go back to Hawaii again. I said, Doug, they are the best Sundays I've ever had, man. You saved my life. Mate. Strong Doug. That's He's a strong a Doug. I mean, Doug. That's an order of Australia level yeah, of Doug, exactly. isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Why didn't he get in Hawaii, Doug? He's the best Doug so far. Yeah, yeah very good. Oh, Let's definitely. go to, uh, to Doug. Uh, Doug's on the line. Doug, uh, are you, you know the best Dugs? Doug in Sydney? <laughs> Doug. Yeah. Are you the best Doug this city has to offer? Well, I'm the only Doug I know. You're the only Doug you know, so so that makes you the best Doug you know. What's good about you as a Doug? Yeah, what what makes you a good Doug? It's not, it's not a strong argument. <laughs> you know what, you know what, Doug? Doug, you may be the only Doug you know, but I reckon so far today you're about the fifth best Doug we found. All right. <laughs> Guys, who are we going to give the prize to? Who's it's Sydney's best be Doug? Dave. It's got to be Dave's Doug. Dave's Dave. Dave's Dave. Congratulations, Dave. Dave. The sunglasses diving Doug is Sydney's best Doug. He's still there. He's, he's, he's still there. He probably gone. jumped into the ocean. All right. <laughs> you win a copy of Charles Firth's Fractured Fairy Tales uh, because you have found Sydney's best Doug. And now it's time for... What product is this? That's right. Today we're listening to ads from 1980s TV ads and the panel of Craig, Andrew and Dom have to guess what product is being advertised. Okay. What is this advertising? We're on our way. We're on the right track. Australians have always been good at fighting back. With a little more strength and patience, we'll see Australia right. Nothing worth having ever happens overnight. Together, let's stick together. Australians, together. We'll be people. 
Let's stick together. Well, there was a rhyming scheme in it, like it was track and back and all mm. that kind of thing. So I presume the product was the product smack. <laughs> and that's what What's it's going to mean. Stick together, <laughs> uh, maybe glue. <laughs> yeah, what? or some sticky snack food, like, you know, those wafer biscuits that are sort of stuck together. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? <laughs> no. It's clearly smack. No, it was the bloody Labour Party. It's the 1987 <laughs> oh, Bob Hawke re election campaign. Is that this why is... it was so forgettable? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was very. Like, I'm sure every listener would have known mm. that. It's just mm. you three political dunces. You don't know anything. Okay, anyway, so it was the 1987 that. one. But I, I want to play... It's a very long... It goes for a minute. But oh, I do no. want to play you the best rhyme ever in political advertising history. we got to keep on holding tight to that great Australian dream. Nobody ever got anywhere changing horses in midstream. Hey, do you <laughs> like that? Huh? Dream and stream. Yeah, so it was encouraging you to just keep riding the, the horse of the, of Bob Hawke. Is that right? Was he yes. the horse in question? He, yes. he did the riding. Hawkey was always riding women, from what I understand. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, next one. So you all lose on that one. That's just total idiots. Um, but, okay, next one uh, starts with a butler with white gloves going uh, through up to an ornate door and then um, accepting a mail with a yellow envelope on the top. Now, listen to the audio, then I'm going to ask you the question. Any day now you will receive this envelope. It's vitally important that you read what is inside, because inside is your Medicare enrolment form and a brochure explaining how Medicare will provide every permanent resident with basic health insurance. It's vital that you fill in the enrolment form and return it immediately, no matter who you are. Oh, so, like a total scam. So the, <laughs> so the, <laughs> that's right. I'm not feel, accepting any health care. No, so uh, the the question what is the question. I hope is, it's not what was that advertising. Which <laughs> which famous person? I, I reckon the wafer biscuits again. I'm going. I'm backing the wafer biscuits this time. No, I'm asking about the cameo in this ad. So okay. which famous person does the butler hand the envelope to? Hawkey. Yes, Bob Hawke, he cameoed oh. in his own ad. Watch this. Then every Australian, from newborn babe to Prime Minister, can share in the cheapest, simplest and fairest health insurance scheme Australia's ever had. There you go. Medicare. Okay. Medicare. Yeah. Oh, you call him a newborn babe. I think he's got babes on the brain. And, and the ad had him having to fill out the form, just mm. like everybody else. It was so sweet. <laughs> I, I with, the, with each one of these questions, I think it gets a bit easier. Can I guess that the next one's Bob Hawke? <laughs> no, I'm going to play you. This is not a political one. To go out, we're just going to play one more ad, and you got to. this will be very easy for you. Meet a man with a tall story. Bob Hawke. Four words. Colleen meeting mean fighting machine. <laughs> I don't believe I said that. I wish you had. Tracy and Bill return. Just got really big teeth. Lovely Lisa's in for a treat. Why would I think you were a good catch? I'm stronger than a locomotive, and I can leap tall buildings in a single bound. What uh, what TV shows? Perfect, Perfect match. match. Perfect match. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that. Uh, kids, that's what we used before uh, Tinder. <laughs> yeah, he had to go yeah. and be talked to by a robot. There I was this Greg creepy Evans. man called Greg Evans. <laughs> I bet every episode Hawkey was behind the door going, Hello, ladies. <laughs> Cat's pajamas or Cat's piss.
Couple of stories from the news, and our panel of Craig, Andrew, and Charles have to tell me are they cat's pajamas meaning bad, cat's piss meaning good? This one's from CNN, uh, which is reporting that a British man has donated his frozen big toe to a bar in the Canadian Yukon so he can drink it in a cocktail. Apparently, they've been doing this for decades. They've got a thing called a frozen sour toe where there's an actual toe inside a, a jar. You've got to drink the cocktail, and if you, your lips touch the toe, you become part of their special club. Uh, I guess the question is, would you drink <laughs> the toe cocktail? Wait a minute, so a real toe? A real toe, human toe. He's donated the latest toe because he lost his toe in an accident. Oh, so, so hang on a second. So you don't have to donate your toe. You could you could have a drink with somebody yeah. else's toe. Yeah, the toe's sitting in the jar. Uh, this becomes worse and worse, this story, the further you go into it. You know, I, I think this is the only time this would be in any way good is if you crashed your car because you'd say, oh, I need a toe. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, dear. <laughs> Cat's piss. Oh. oh, yes. So no one's drinking this. <laughs> what I love about this story, right, is they've basically gone, oh, no, but what happens if it's touched somebody's lips? They'll go, they'll, they'll hate us and they'll be the sort of thing. They go, no, no, I'll tell you what, we'll tell them they become part of a special club. Is that a special yeah. club, chlamydia yeah. lips or something? <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be like the club of people who die really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think that is cat's piss. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cat's very piss. briefly. I mean, a cocktail nowadays costs $26 as well. Mm. I'm not going to be wanting a big frozen toe. I'm going to yeah, be wanting a, like a free massage. Or... But, co- but toes aren't free, Andrew Hansen. Like, <laughs> well, toes cost t- money as well. How like, much for a toe? $3? I what mean, do you mean? This no. guy just don't I'll tell you, it's better than the cocktails they have there. (laughs) (laughs) Radio Chaser on Triple M.